Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm joined this week, as always, by Tom and Donnie. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing, Donnie? I'm very well, thank you. Right, we'll get stuck in and we'll go first to our own league. To see the top three, don't really guess, but you number three at Dix, Mary Street Wanderers, now 466 overall third, E6 Hammers, no movement, 474 overall second, and our very own Donny, FFS underscore Donny, 485 points overall, he is your leader. So we will go through uh, our scores and rank. I'll go again because I'm obviously the lowest rank right now. Why is I not showing my points? There we go. So at 41 points this week, Ruse and Goals for two, Tavernier one, Scales two, Mail two, Taylor six, Captain Boyle six, Vice Captain Jota 14, my transfer in Kenny was four, Kolak two, Majorski two. So not the greatest score, but compared to a lot of other scores that went about, wasn't too bad. And it gave me a rise of 54 places to three, four, six. How about you, Tom? Um, so I'm, uh, I got 34 points this week. I'm currently sitting at 69th. Um, points this week were uh, Roosing goals for two, backline a solemn for six, tab one, scales two, and Taylor six. <coughs> uh, midfield was a younger one, Yota nine. Um, my transfer in this week was Barry Mackay got two. Up front, Nubly one, Vice Miofsky two, and Captain Furuhashi two. Okay, you or yourself, Tony? Okay, so I made one transfer this week. I took out Lawrence uh, and put in Boyle, gave him the armband. Uh, so I had Roosing goals for two, Tavernier for one, Solholm six, Devlin seven, Scales two, Captain Boyle for six, Ayunga one, Jota nine, Kolak two, Miofsky vice-captaincy two, and Furuhashi one. So that gave me a game week score of 39. Took my global score up to 485, which was enough to see me up one more place to third so medal position at the moment. It was one of those rare weeks with Peter outscored you two, you say? It was a bad, <laughs> <laughs> was a bad score, it was. Right, so we'll go through the results. I'm sure Donnie's really looking forward to this. Isn't it, Donnie? Yeah. <laughs> so on Saturday, we kick off. It'll be Celtic 4, Rangers 0. And then the all kick-offs were 3 o'clock afterwards. with St. Johnson 3, St. Mirren 0. Ross County 1, Aberdeen 1, which was really painful. I think we all had a double Aberdeen defence ripped up in the last minute or two. Motherwell 0, Dungeon 0. Livingston 1, Hearts 0. And Hibs 1, Kilmarnock 0. So over to you, Tom. OK, so the first fixture of the weekend... Um, as you mentioned there, Selic 4, Rangers 0. Uh, goals came from Abada, Yotta. Uh, Abada actually got a brace and Turnbull and 
couple of assists for O'Reilly as well. Um, notable points in the game. Kyogo was off after two minutes, which wasn't good for captains like myself. Um, a bad brace means he's got five goals in the last two games. And he was top for shots on target in this fixture with three. Um, O'Reilly, he's had four assists in the last two games. Um, Abada may have managed to, to work himself into the, the start in 11 with, with the last two performances, but we'll keep an eye on things for now. Um, Real Madrid tonight, so that's a fixture where we can um, assess what maybe what Ange thinks is going to be his strongest 11. Uh, another clean sheet for Selic, which is good, particularly for uh, Greg Taylor holders. Um, no Jens until later on. He was subbed on and it was Starfelt that started. Um, and obviously, Jota got a goal. He's just ticking along nicely there. Um, doesn't do too much for your rank, though, as he's quite highly owned. Um, not really much to say on Rangers. Um, usually when these wee teams play a bigger team, you can't really judge them too much. <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, so they've got a game against Ajax to, to redeem themselves tomorrow night. So uh, keep a close eye on that. Lawrence, it seems to be a big miss for Rangers. Um, he's going to be out as we mentioned last pod till the international break um, and I, I, I certainly wouldn't think I'd be getting rid of Tav and if you own Cholak as well he's probably a good option to, to, to keep a hold of um, I'm just kind of wondering myself if I'd maybe consider maybe dropping Greg Taylor and going for a badder should he uh, start to start more games what would you think about that one Peter anything to add on the fixture uh, well as I was going to say there's not much to be learned from it and obviously personally it was a great result for me and Tom. But just think from a facility point of view, the only thing that kind of came into this was the Abada situation. I mean, now does he now come into the team over Maeda? Is he going to come in? I mean, he is playing pretty well. We thought, I thought Furuhashi was going to be a bit of a long time injury, but when I, did, when I did see it, I thought it looks more like a peck than his mm-hmm. shoulder. So as he's back training, so assuming, I don't know if I actually confirmed it, was it a peck injury, Tom? Did you read, it, read it in? Uh, I read the after, um, after game sort of interview but he didn't say exactly what it was so obviously it probably was painful at the time but then swelling goes down and it's fine so I don't think that he's a danger to be out long term which I was kind of maybe selfishly hoping was to him uh, Rangers I mean okay Celtic blew him away one of the games but what does it really change the only thing I want to know is for Donny would be Lawrence out to say you say you're in Christmas Donny or Internationals Internationals yeah, right. at least yeah. so who's going to be the replacement and just on that I actually tweeted the, the app last night to ask if a player who's red flagged has a price freeze, because I'm sure it was season one, but it's not because they, and they've changed the rules this year because they didn't want people having the bench trick player and can iron out it, so Lawrence is going to lost value yeah, weekly the more he's out, so I was just to hope I could have held him for a bit, because I've only got the two Rangers players now and I'm wondering where the third one's going to be. I don't want to bring the defender in the Aberdeen coming up next, Europe games, so it could be rotation, so I'm kind of I'm over to Donny to see who he thinks would be the ideal replacement. Yeah. Maybe just leave it. <laughs> <That'd be my laughs> answer. I, Ange said after the game, we will see with Kyogo, it's a shoulder injury. Bit of a blow because he's been brilliant. Bit of a niggle, niggle with Starfelt as well. A bit disappointing for him as he was looking forward to Tuesday. So it sounds like he was maybe going to start Tuesday. And perhaps that's maybe a hint as to who his first choice centre-back is to partner Carter Vickers. Yeah, Johnny, what's your thoughts on this fixture? Oh, Pierre, no, no, go on. No, go it's, ahead, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, Johnny. so my, my long wait to discuss a Rangers league win continues. I think this is the third one now I've had to um, discuss. 
So I I switched off at 2-0, not because I was disgusted at how Rangers were playing, but I've seen this game before, and you know, very reminiscent of the 3-0 game last season. I talked about it last week on the podcast. Celtic are going to come out hard, fast, and Rangers just couldn't match up to them. They were just so lazy almost, um, the way they played. Uh, too many players didn't turn up. Uh, Tillman is a classy player, but you can't play like that in an old firm. You know, if you had someone like Garfield in there, he'd have been not messing about. He'd have been, you know, chasing down every ball. And too many of the goals just came from slackness and switching off. And, you know, McLaughlin topped it off with his assist um, for the fourth one. Uh, so not not good viewing at all. Um, so we move on. Uh, Kyogo, it's a strange kind of injury because, it, you know, he did go in hard on him, but it wasn't anything that you don't see anywhere else on the pitch. But I thought he'd maybe done his collarbone or something, the way he was um, nursing it. But he does say he's in the squad for tonight. I'm not sure if he'll play, which would be good for Saturday. I know there is a question on it. So I'd ideally like to hold um, as far as that one's concerned. I mean, Rangers, yeah, you have, you, you, nothing new. Tav and Kolak, you're going to hold. Aberdeen away is another tough fixture, but it's the kind of game you could see a penalty, um, you could see red cards. It's it's a similar kind of fixture. So I would hold on those two. I'm the same as you, Peter. I've only got two Rangers assets, and it is hard to see at the moment where to put your third one because can you trust the defence? Probably not, unless Kent or Pillman or Matondo start to turn up. It's going to be hard to back those um, at their price. Um, and you've only really got Kowak and a you know, Morelos, we don't really know what you're going to get from him at the moment. So I will probably wait this week uh, and then see how we get on after that. Celtic, they do have a good run of fixtures now. For me, that's a team you might want to double up at the back. Um, you know, in terms of minutes, um, you probably know which ones to, to go for in terms of uh, defenders. So that might be an option um, as well. Um, but Jot as a hold, Taylor as a hold, and for me, Kyogo's my other one. I'll just have to wait and see how that one works out. Um, but yeah, one of those days. It's only a game, as they say. Um, next fixture up, we've got Hibs 1, Killy 0. Um, it was Newell that scored the goal, and uh, Ash Taylor was red-carded after 11 minutes. However, Hibs didn't seem to, to capitalise, um, and it was just the one goal. Killy managed one shot on target, unsurprisingly, um, given the early red, and that came from Liam Polworth. For Hibs, they had 25 shots. Um, Ellie Ewan had six, um, two of which were on target. Boyle had a single shot, which was on target itself. I'm probably not sold on them quite yet. I think I'd really need to see more. Hibs have been kind of poor this season, so I'm waiting to see what happens there. Um, they did get a, a clean sheet, which is their second clean sheet of the season. However, it's Probably not a great success considering they played against 10 men for 80 minutes. Um, and the other, the other one was against St. Johnston, who were at the start of the season in a bit poorer form. So not really keen on eat players from either of these teams. Donnie, anything to, to add? Yeah, to I know what you mean. That's that's not glamour games, these ones. So I took a punt on Boyle with Lawrence being out injured. And a lot of that was just to do with you know the fear of missing out and a lot of uh, other teams either have them or would have made a similar change. So I gave him the armband, um, but he didn't really get me much. Um, he was unlucky with the, with the sending off. He, it was only just outside the box. Um, you can see them giving sometimes when the player 
you know, ends up in the box as a result. But uh, he was unlucky there because he would have won the penalty and taken the penalty. So um, we probably just missed out. Henderson was unlucky with a chance um, to make it 2-0. I've still got him in my team. His price is too low now to kind of switch him anywhere else. So I'll hold him. Um, you know, perhaps in one week he'll he'll come good. Kelly, again, is still not offering much. Um, we keep saying they've got a good run of fixtures because they've not got old firm to play, but they're not really getting the results. I guess St Johnston is a true test of, of where they are um, as far as they're concerned. For Hibs, I'll hold on Boyle. Um, he's in my team. There's not really great alternatives at that price point, so I'll just hold on to him um, fortish now. But uh, yeah, it was, it was an all right game, but um, as I say, no standouts. No. Um, Pierre? Thank you for getting that. <laughs> uh, that, that much to that, it was one of those games. Just watched the highlights. The only thing I kind of took for it is the Hibs kind of didn't play well, but they've ground out a win. So I don't know if that maybe will affect their confidence. Maybe they start playing better because I've now got double up in Hibs. I took Henderson out because I thought he was not getting minutes and brought in Kenna. And obviously Henderson starts both started, but it's just a holding out one of the bench trick. And I'll just, as Paul is a, honestly, I'll just persevere with Boyle for the current time being. There isn't really anybody else there I want in. I mean, I would say a Hearts midfielder, but obviously we'll discuss this at length, the fact of the rotation, the first of Sundays, we don't know, we won't see any of the team news. So I think Boyle's kind of tried and tested until somebody else kind of appears that we want. And just a bit, I meant to say the last game as well. So now we're going to watch a lot of rotation because that's three teams in Europe starting this week. So it could be a lot actually. Fingers when you get the early team news going forward. Kilmarnock, uh, I thought it looked to make luck a week ago to kind of turn things around, but no, they look like they're struggling. they kind of falling out of this Johnson kind of bracket right now for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, another fixture, maybe not a lot to, to talk about, was uh, Livingston 1, Hearts 0. Um, the goal came from Montano uh, and assist was from Holt. I kind of thought Hearts were going to get a result here. Livingston have been out of form recently. Uh, Shanklin never got his usual three shots on target. And in fact, Hearts never had a single shot on target at all in this game. Um, Montano got the winner. Um, as mentioned, uh, it was his only shot. Um, and it's his second goal of the season. He has zero assists so far. So not too sure about him just yet. Livingston do seem to, to lack a talisman. And they don't get regular clean sheets. I'm, I'm even starting to regret my noobly move. But... Um, won't go into too much depth with that one. For Hearts, there was a heavy rotation again, which I was kind of surprised about, um, considering that uh, Europa League was off the table and that's the that's them going to be in the Europa Conference. Um, my transfer was, I got in Barry Mackay for Lawrence, who also did nothing. Um, but he's had a decent start to the season. Um, Hearts form does seem to have dropped with the introduction of Europe and that's maybe something that we may continue. Um, however, I'm hoping it perhaps might be a wake-up call um, because surely they'll, they'll want to secure third spot again this season. Um, and Aberdeen are in form, so uh, it's not going to be as perhaps easy as what it was last season. It's probably going to be a bit more competitive for them, so they're going to have to start getting results in the league again. Peter? Yep, well, like said, if you own any of the players, well done. You're going to, you're going to have weeks like this. We discuss this all the time. You know, one good week, one bad week. If you get defender, bench trick, well done. You may have the midfielder who assists or scores a goal. Hearts, like yourself, Tom, I, I find it pretty weird that they're doing really, really a lot of this rotation. Like, a lot of rotation when it's like Sunday, Thursday. It's not like it's 
it's still four days in between each game and mm-hmm. they're kind of giving up if they don't get that I mean you say the wake up goal hopefully they're going to give up ground on a lot of teams and then it might be hard for them to claw that back maybe say they've got the third best squad in the league but Aberdeen don't look too don't look too shady and if Hibs get themselves turned around I know that's all ifs and buts but I think they're letting themselves go out of sight they're obviously like one of the cups already as well which is a bit weird because if once Europe's mm-hmm. over once Europe's over at the end of November then what are they what are they going to do this seems pretty weird I thought they would, I thought they would be kind of hard at it some rotation obviously that's going to happen but I think it'd be hard at trying to do the best that they possibly could keep the same team in there get uh, the players playing but I don't know Neil seems a different idea and I think Leach he's, he's been thinking pretty soon yeah what about you Donny were you surprised with the rotation <clears throat> yeah to me they're over rotating I mean I get that defensively they've had injuries and suspensions and you might make changes there but you know like the Shankland he was on form, scoring goals, and then you take him out and then you expect him to have these little cameos. And it must be really frustrating to watch. I, I don't have him, but I've seen the last couple of weeks, he comes on for you know half an hour, 20 minutes, and he gets booked. So you're not getting mm-hmm. anything out of him. Um, so it's frustrating. Hearts, as I say, they're struggling right now. They can't buy a clean sheet. Um, so that's difficult. Um, I do have um, Livingston defence. I've got Devlin. He got me a nice seven points um, this weekend. Actually meant that Taylor stayed on the bench, um, so could have had an extra six points there. Um, good finish, but again, the Hearts defence were, were static. And one thing I did notice from the game at Livingston, I've got a player called Guthrie. I had to do a double check, and it's Curtis <laughs> Guthrie. He's got big boots to fill. Um, but for me, Hearts, I, I've not had any Hearts players for some time now um, and until they improve on the pitch. Domestically, I don't see that changing. Uh, and the same for Livingston. They'll hold on their defensive assets. Obviously not this weekend because they play Celtic, but they've got Kilmarnock submitting. Again, you, you probably get something out of that. But not the best game. If I was a Hearts fan, I would be starting to worry um, about their form because Europe is one thing, but you still have to remember you know, where your bread and butter is and they won't be in Europe again next season if they carry on this form. Yeah, exactly. Um, next fixture up, we've got Motherwell nil, Dundee United nil. And it was a bad day at the office for Van Veen. He had a huge nine shots, three on target, three blocked, three off. He hit the woodwork. He missed a penalty, which was saved by by Ericsson, um, who may be a nice cheap goalkeeper option should Dundee United have a change of form. I think he's only 2.2 million. Not bad. Um, Van Veen also missed two big chances, but he still is a good option. Um, He is the Motherwell talisman. Everything does seem to go through him. Solemn, Adonis Differential got a nice clean sheet for anyone that got on that. Um, United beat Livingston in the League Cup. However, um, the league form is remaining the same. I'm not really too excited about any um, Dundee United assets um, at the minute. And I would be wary of Motherwell um, because they do hit a tough patch soon. They do have Ross County next, which is a nice fixture. However, after that, it's Hearts, Celtic, Hibs. Rangers and Aberdeen, which is a pretty poor run. What what, what do you think about that one, Donny? So coming off the back of a 9-0 defeat then, you know, it was obvious that we were going to see a much better performance from them. But United are struggling to score. And for a team that's got Fletcher and Watt, you would expect more coming from it. McGrath, Levitt, you know, they've got um, Middleton. They've got good players. They're just not clicking. So for whatever reason... They are a team that could come good. Um, 
under the right coach. As I say, Van Veen, he did everything but score in that game. I mean, he hit his penalty well. It was just one of those ones where it's the right height, the keeper went the right way, uh, and he saved it. But as I said um, weeks and weeks ago, everything that Motherwell does um, goes through him. So certainly one to think of when you're potentially looking for alternatives up front. Uh, Solholm, I do have Solholm in my team. So again, that was a, a nice six points there. Uh, I think the Ross County game should favour them. And, uh, you know, just discussed how bad hearts are. That that might be a good game for them as well. So um, <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. But United, they're still bottom of the league. So not really any um, players you're going to go for there. But uh, Motherwell, I'm lucky not to get in the win. Yeah. And your thoughts on this fixture, Peter? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't win the game. It was like pretty much all of you listening there, Tom's is hammering down. Just a yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, as you said, Van Veen done uh, everything but score. Or another, another game week, he's hauled there and went nuts and you've got late back from him. But it's going to I'll come. He's, he's a good player. Motherwell, I kind of put in the same brackets like Lummingston. If you own one of the defenders midfielders, just use the bench track. Oh, you'll get a good week certain every so often. They're kind of cheap assets. You mentioned Solemn. There's a couple of midfield as well. So, I mean, it's just a, if you're on the right, on them at the right time. Dun United's a total no go, avoid. A bit interesting to see who they get as manager. I know uh, Big Ferguson was linked for him. I don't know if that's just a pie in the sky idea, but could they make a good squad? I still think. I still think you look at it at paper, you think, how's that team struggling so much? Maybe a good coach comes in and sorts them out, and then Wolves can jump more at that time. But mm-hmm. for now, it's just a kind of a no go third. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, next fixture up is Ross County 1, Aberdeen 1. Um, a game of late goals. Aberdeen scored in the 88th minute. It was the Duke that scored with an assist from Hayes. Um, that's his second assist of the season. And he's also had a goal, which is not bad. Maybe one to look at there in Aberdeen midfield. And it was a clean sheet wipeout in the 95th minute. Um, a goal from Accio at Ross County. Um, in this fixture, no player managed more than a single shot on target. Um, there's probably still no county players I really fancy. They're not really scoring a lot and they're not keeping clean sheets. And if they do score, it seems to be a different player every week. So not much to, to look at there. Aberdeen, um, obviously Miofsky's been been pretty good. He didn't really manage anything in this fixture. Um, I think all three of us are we still on the, the defensive double up, Roos and yeah. Scales. Yeah. Um, so obviously that was a sickener, conceding so late. Um, but there's not really any other teams offering a lot of defensive options. Obviously Motherwell, Saint Mirren have been good, and then obviously Saint Mirren. We're going to discuss that one next, and then Motherwell have a really tough run. So. I don't really know where I would jump to. Your thoughts on that one, Peter? Yeah, none really stands out. Obviously, I was annoyed with the last-minute goal, but I did, I did notice there must be quite a lot of managers roughly the same because my rank didn't really change much when that goal was scored. This kind of stayed similar. So, I mean, I've discussed in the chat too. I was contemplating a wild card this week because I kind of issues with what I get ready fires what I put out, but. And then I more thought about it. I was thinking European football rotation. No doubt, I would rotate players in who would be missing. So maybe another. Another week worth uh, watching it. Plus, like you said, there's nothing really standing out. That's, I mean, I want to come off Aberdeen double up. I mean, no, what I was thinking was go to the Kilmarnock goalkeeper. And then I seen that game and I'm going, do I go to Kilmarnock goalkeeper? Ruse still had a bit of chance at a clean sheet. I don't really want to come off Skills, mentioned before, because Skills does offer an attacking threat. I mean, he sometimes goes to the left. He dangers with set pieces. So I think unless another goalkeeper emerges cheaper, I think it's going to have to suck it and see with the two of the right now. There's nothing. I know the Rangers mm-hmm. this week. So it's a tough fixture. As Donnie says, there's no that could be something completely different after just playing Europe. So it's like just a going to just stick rather than twist this week. I think with that uh, Ross County, like yourself, I don't think there's anybody there right now who I want to bring in. I always kind of threaten the fact that they eventually find form, but as weeks go by, I don't know if that's that's going to happen. They're going into this whole uh, the same region as Dundee United and who else did I mentioned. Come to St. Johnson, oh, they won this week, but just that kind of avoid. There's nobody really I want to, nobody stands out right now, unless they hit a bit of form and do it consistently. There's, that's why I think of these kind of looking quite template. None of these teams are standing out and offering value elsewhere for people to jump on. Yeah. And your thoughts, Donnie? Uh, yeah, the, the game didn't really have much um, goal action. Aberdeen had some good early pressure, and Hayes, as you mentioned, um, did. Um, did have a good game. I was actually going to pick Hayes as a differential this week, but I'm not picking two Aberdeen players 
Um, that kind of goes against my beliefs. Clarkson was lucky to stay in the pitch. Um, should have really been sent off. That's two weeks in a row. And that uh, Ross County have been hard done by. Goal of the weekend from Duke. I've not seen any better goals this weekend. So um, he certainly hit that one well. And equaliser in the 95th minute. To me, it couldn't happen to a better team just to see Aberdeen's faces um, change change in, in injury time. I think the point that Peter's made is I think everyone in the sort of top half of the, the league has Bruce and Scales. So that that probably didn't affect anybody. Um, we've all we've all lost out there. Ross County's still in a void. Um, there's no no standouts there. Again, they just haven't seemed to click like they did last season. Aberdeen have got their cup final next, home to Rangers, so expect huge performances um, from their players. Um, we've mentioned double defence, um, something you may have to look at, uh, something I'll talk about um, later on. I would hold on Miofsky. Uh, Aberdeen have had the most penalties this season, um, and there's probably a chance they'll get one at the weekend, um, the way that referees uh, favour them. Um, so, yeah, just pr- hold on your Aberdeen assets. There's no great alternatives and just leave Ross County alone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then our, our final fixture of the the weekend uh, was the Battle of the Saints, which was St. Johnston 3, St. Mirren 0. Um, goals came from Nicky Clark, Dre Wright and Graham Carey with the penalty. Assists from Stevie May and Montgomery. And the penalty was won by Connor McLennan. Um, obviously, a young guy's a popular FFS option. He did hit the woodwork in this game. Um, he's now up at four million. I think now his fixtures do take a bit of a turn. It might be time to, to cash in on that one. Um, in terms of St Johnston, that's been two goals in the last two fixtures for Graham Carey, and he's also on penalties as we've seen in this game. So he's had 17 points over the last two games at 3.9 million. If you're feeling a bit punty, um, you could go for him. Uh, St Johnston are. I've been quite attacking the last two games. That's five goals in total over the last two fixtures. So maybe a resurgence here. Um, definitely one to monitor with St Mirren. Um, they're going to go on to play Hearts, Celtic, Livingston and Rangers in the next four. So it may be time to, to move off those those players, even if it is just uh, temporarily. Tony, what do you reckon? Yeah, nobody saw this scoreline coming, I don't think. Um, Nicky Clark scoring for his new team. Um, he's got a decent pedigree um, in the game. Good budget forward if you need to spend your money elsewhere. He's not going to get you goals every week or every other week. It might be a 1-3, a 1-4 one one um, option there. Ayunga has gone off the boil. Um, he still has chances when you watch the game. Um, but I think you know his time's probably up. Uh, we'll probably need to look elsewhere. Um, for alternatives there. St. Johnson do have good fixtures. Uh, if you want to take a punt, I know Constein has settled in well. I think he's getting bonus points too. Um, there might be somewhere you want to look. But St. Minnenham and they've got Apache Hearts um, and then Celtic. So if you were thinking of taking a punt, those fixtures would probably put you off. But yeah, probably the surprise result of the, the weekend. Yep. Peter, anything to add on that one? Yeah, not much. Uh, St. Minnenham had Nobody can see that coming. I see a lot of transfers for some defenders on this week on the on the kind of feed, so people been stung there with that one. Uh, so Johnson still to me is a hard avoid now, but they could be doing what I mentioned. Ross Courtney have done the previous. If maybe they're just now starting to slowly but surely click, but and a good fixture. So 
I will be watching them. If they still look quite more attacking than they've been doing it, and if they do look decent, I mean, they don't always have to get the result. If they, if they look like they're playing better, then maybe it would be jump back on them. But I think I've been scared with too much the last 18 months. They'll need to show over a, a longer period than two or three weeks for me. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that mo- leads us on to our top 10 for the week then. Um, probably comes as no surprise. Abada's number one this week with 17 points. It's obviously been fielded at uh, Celtic. Uh, second in the points was Ericsson, uh, the Dundee United goalkeeper that we mentioned. Um, he got 14 points. Montano at Livingston, 13 points. He's obviously a midfielder. O'Reilly, 11 points. Um, also a midfielder. Dre Wright at St. Johnston, 11 points. Midfielder. Newell for Hibbs, 11 points. Midfielder. Uh, Montgomery, um, 9 points. Defender. Yota, 9 points. Midfielder. Considine, as you mentioned, Donny, in with the bonus. Uh, 9 points. Defender. And Liam Kelly, goalkeeper at Motherwell. Um, Looking at the totals, that's uh, two goalkeepers this week, two defenders and six mids and surprisingly no forwards. Um, given us season totals of four for goalkeepers, 18 for defenders, 28 for midfielders and 10 for forwards. How did Ericsson get 14 points? Did he get three bonus points? And then saved a pe- yeah, he saved a penalty. Yeah, penalty that's it. I was looking at how many there's like 14 or that company. <laughs> that's, that's good. Right. Okay, what about next? Tony, do you have a yep. dive or a definition? I do, yes. I'm, I'm managing to pull them out. Um, so just to recap, as I do every week, the idea of this is to identify a player that's currently low on ownership, possibly in form, potentially overlooked, and it is only a recommendation. So last week I talked up Mizawin. He did score in the League Cup, but then he blanked at the weekend, so... Apologies if you took my advice there. And as we've already mentioned, Solholm and Van Bean, some of my previous shouts, um, are both ticking away um, quite well. So this one this week, Peter has already mentioned them, but he didn't really paint a good light. So maybe have to try and talk you around this one. It might solve a problem that we've we've all got. Um, he's 120th most selected player at 2.6. Um, that sits him beside Greg Kilty and Jake Doyle-Hayes. He's played all six games and averaging 95.7 minutes. So he plays every game. He's got 19 points, no goals, no assists, but he does have 28 saves. So there's your first clue. <laughs> <laughs> He's an average of 3.2 points per game, and he has picked up four bonus points this season. So my differential this week... Um, one that Peter doesn't fancy, but I do, is Sam Walker from Kilmarnock. So the Kilmarnock keeper. So we'll look in a bit more detail. If you are coming off the, the Aberdeen double defence and you want to hold on to scales, which would be my um, choice, um, then this could be a good way to do it. Now, Kilmarnock have not kept a clean sheet this season, but if you are replacing Roos, it's worth noting that Roos has points per game of 3.3 and Walker is 3.2. So you think Aberdeen are flying high, you're happy with recent goals. He's getting 3.3 per game and Walker's coming up 3.2. So he's definitely outperforming their league position. Price-wise, he's only 2.3 million. So for Roos, you'll save uh, 0.4 million on the change. He's the sixth top scoring keeper in the game. So obviously you've got Rangers and Celtic at the top. Kelly, Carson, and then Roos is only one point ahead of him. Again, if you think of some of the good performances those teams have had, 
for a team that's not kept a clean sheet, he, he is doing pretty well. So he's outscoring Marshall and Gordon, who might be other people's choice of keeper. Um, so it starts to give you a feel um, of how good he actually is. So the main reason for that is that he is top on saves with 28 saves um, in the six games. So that's where he's getting a lot of his points. So if he can get a clean sheet, he will really start to haul. Um, as we've talked about, Kilmarnock have a good run of games. They don't play Celtic or Rangers until January. So you could pretty much set and forget with him and then you know, potentially wild card um, when the World Cup's on and, and make changes there. So he is a punt, you know, recommending a goalkeeper and a team that hasn't had clean sheets is a bit of a risk. But the fixtures and the, the saves does make um, does make him uh, a value choice for me. So this week's differential is Kilmarnock, Sam Walker, 2.3 million save machine. Thoughts on that, Peter? Sold. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that I didn't, I didn't fancy him. It's just, it was like you mentioned yourself. It was a defence in front of him. I'm going, well, yeah. I've got Mayo as my cheap defender, so I'm just, I would just be jumping for Aberdeen double to Kilmarnock double. Yeah. Okay, Mayo would be out the bench trip, but it's just it's shifting the the problem but it's something if I, if, I, if I did pull the wildcard trigger it would probably be the one I went need the keeper bring in right now just the cheapness and the nailness and the fixtures yeah but yeah definitely that's a good a good pick good Tom anything to add to that no just obviously goalkeeper is the worst performing position yeah. if we're going by the top 10 there's not many as we mentioned like we're struggling to find an option where we would jump to so if there's not a lot of options then may as well just go with the cheapest one. As long yeah, as starting. Clean, clean sheets are so hard to predict in the SPFL. Um, you think a team are nailed on, maybe submitting at the weekend and then go and concede three. So you may be wanting to look at the next uh, way of getting points, and that's through saves. And as I say, he's top. That's how Gordon got a lot of his um, points last season. Obviously, they were better defensively, racked up more clean sheets. But it'll just take one or two games to get a clean sheet, get the confidence up, and you know he could really start to to turn in the points. I think Taylor getting sent off probably going to hurt them. He he has played well um, at the back, but I'm sure McInnes has, has got a replacement there that he can run with. So it was just interesting looking at the stats, looking at the saves and the fact that Roos is only one point ahead of him and we've all backed him since the start of the season. So mm-hmm. why not why not make that change? It is difficult to change your keeper at this stage in the game. Um, would probably be my only shout. You, you'd have to be pretty happy with your team elsewhere. Um, but certainly one that could pay off um, either through points or freeing up cash. So just one to consider. Okay, we will move to uh, questions, or should I say question number one this week? Unless you get one sent to you, Donnie, no? No, no, just the one. So, on you go. Right. so it's from Tommy at T Forest 55. Is it time to sell Kyogo and best replacements for him? So I'll start with you, Donnie. So yeah, this is relevant to me. I've championed Kyogo um, since the start of the season. I was I was very close to giving him the captain's armband. I mentioned it to you guys on Saturday, um, and I managed to talk myself out of it. So to see him coming off um, after the first minute um, was a bit concerning. But having heard the press conferences and the way Andrew's speaking, it doesn't sound like he's injured. So that's probably my first um, piece of good news whether he plays tonight or whether he's protected or whether he just gives him 60 minutes to do his best against Madrid. I mean, they're probably not going to win the game, so maybe just throw him on, see what he can do. Um, We'll just have to wait and see. But tonight will probably give you a good indicator. If he plays tonight, I doubt he plays at the weekend, 
Mm-hmm. If Jackamacus plays tonight, then he might rotate back. Um, the alternative for me would have been to go straight to Jackamacus. But again, if Kyogo was injured, then it would mean Jackamacus playing both games. Uh, I wouldn't really want to go to Mieda. I don't see him as a goal-scoring um, forward and the way that they play. So outside of that, you've got Kulak, you've got Miofsky, but they do play each other at the weekend. So it's difficult um, to, to, to go for both, but again, that's what I'm going to have to do. Uh, Kevin Van Veen is probably the most obvious one if you don't have him. And then you're talking about your Shanklins, your Nublis, um after that. So fingers crossed he plays because I've got him and it's a lot of money tied up. If not, I would try and stay within Celtic because of the fixtures. And then outside of that, the same names that we mentioned every other week, Kolak, Miofsky, Van B. And I don't think Tony covered that all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. And if, if he is going to be out, then maybe Yakimakis is, is an easy switch. Yeah, I think Tony said he's bang on with the replacements. If he's injured or it flares up again, then it's just straight to Yakimakis, I would say. Plus, he's quite close to him price-wise, so wouldn't yeah. be hard to get back to him if need be, if he starts playing with Hootley again. But, like Donnie mentioned, he's playing the note, he's back training, and he's probably going to play. So you'll have the fixtures in front of you to watch this the week, this week, sorry, midweek, and make a call for then. So, do who gets the early team use on Saturday? It's only Rangers. So you won't even get that again. Game. Yeah, so, and that's going to be the risk. That's the risk you have to take. It's just watch the minutes and watch how he looks, I suppose. If he looks fully fit and he comes off, I mean, put it, especially if he looks 2 0 down and with 60, 30 minutes to go, I don't see him getting kept on with the point. And maybe just give Jack a Macca some time. So it's just a wait and see for that one. Right, well, so that's the question. So fixtures. Find the movie thing. Right, game week seven then. So, like Donnie mentioned, there's only one early team, so Aberdeen Rangers. Quite a few, quite a sure people will have a lot of their assets in their team, so it's one to watch. After that, we have Ross County Motherwell, Kilmarnock St. Johnson, Dungeonated Hibs, Celtic Livingston, and on Sunday, we'll get Hearts and St. Mern. So, upon hearing those fixtures, Tom, what is your captain, vice captain, and any transfer plans? Um, Captain, probably. Yota, vice captain. Um, that's a tough one. Vice captain. I don't know. Tav. Chuck out Tav. See what happens. Um, I'm not too sure about transfers this week because I've been carrying two transfers and just making one transfer for ages. I'm not that keen on Nubly. Do I want to go Cholak when they're away to Aberdeen? I don't know. Possibly that might be one of the moves. And just bank the other one. That's, that's perhaps where I'm going to go. I could obviously do the, the keeper switch, free up some, some more funds. Mm-hmm. I've already got 1.3 million in the bank, so it's not like I need a lot of dough just now. So um, a bit of a tricky one, this one. Yeah, I'd probably just make the one transfer, I think, and carry it over. Question. Oh, sorry, question. Captain, base captain, and transfer thoughts? Uh, transfers, assuming that Kyogo's fine, I'll probably just leave him, maybe bench him um, if I don't have confidence that he's going to start. Um, captain, straight away, Tav. That's a great fixture for a penalty, maybe not a clean sheet, but um, attacking returns, I would say, probably time to go back to Captain Tav. Vice captain, I depend on Jack and Marcus, that's before I knew um, about Kyogo being fit. I think you can. 
pick any set of player there. Even defender screams a clean sheet that game. So you know we've got Taylor. You could put him in there. My only fear for you mentioned Spike Captain and Jota Tom would be the lot you're not going to see the team news. You know Rangers is the only one that you can hang your hat on and say right, all these players are playing. If it got to um, the Celtic game and Jota's maybe on the bench, I would kick myself. So I think Tav seems a perfect choice there and almost any Celtic player. Bada could be a good shout um, if, you're, if you've got him in your team, in the, the form he's on, equally a, a Celtic defender. And as I say, it screams a clean sheet. So and that would be my thoughts. Myself, the captain is on Tav, but I, I do think this is... A- Quite a plum fixer for Celtic, and I was thinking of doing a captain and base captain on them, but then it's the it's the the team. Taylor's probably most nailed, but he doesn't offer much going for. So you the captain just looking for a defence. I don't feel need to put that where you say Tavernier can get attacking returns, and there's still a chance he could get the clean sheet. So base okay. captains, uh, uh, I don't know. I might go Kolak if he's playing and. <laughs> We're both playing midweek games. I mean, so it's going to be hard. It's going to be, it's going to be European hangovers. So I, I can't 100% say that I'm going to go. I'm going to wait. Watch these two games. See how the players look. I mean, if Rangers are in, in a, a slog tomorrow night, you should be one, one day's less rest than us as well. There we go. So if you've got, if you're in for a slog and you're up to the eighth minute and you're chasing, you're running about, and players will be tired. I'm going to have to wait see the midweek goes and they make a call for then. Transfers-wise, the four players I've mentioned that potentially bringing the wild card on was the double Aberdeen defence, the two Hearts players, and he also mentioned, and Lawrence. So there's, there's my four fires this week. I mean, that does possibly constitute a wild card getting played, but the European games is putting me off midweek. So I might just make one. I need to get Lawrence out after that whole uh, situation with the, the, he's going to obviously drop every week now while he's yeah. injured, so he has to go. I just don't know who I bring into him. I don't know what player. I've only got I've only got two Celtic and two Rangers, so I could go three Rangers, sorry, but Lawrence will go, so that would be two. So I could go anywhere. I could go who I want basically, but I just don't know who to go for. So hard is it? You've got Boyle as well, don't you? I've got Boyle. I bought Boyle. I came off a younger for Boyle for this captaincy reason, so he's covered. I mean, I was tentatively thinking Matt O'Reilly. Does, does he play because he's not retained? He's because nobody will end there. Then what would happen is it would be Turnbull starts from really be benched. Right. So I want to ponder. I don't want to roll. And it comes to the point, I might just move off the goalkeeper just to get him moved out, and that lets me do it the week after. It's a bit uh, nothing set in stone this week. That's for sure. Anyway, right, we'll move on. Before we do the draw for the quarterfinals of the Regan Charles Cook Cup. I want to quickly bring up the USL fantasy game. If you notice on my timeline, I have started a mini league. So people who don't know understand it's basically the same format as I believe like the European or the World Cup Euros we played where it's so 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 many limited game days. You pick a captain on a Tuesday night. If they don't haul, pick a captain the Wednesday. So make sure you've got a nice squad balance of the different teams. Gives a bit of interest for the week. I know a lot of people on this will always maybe play Elite Searing or play the Chapman game. They're finishing up the next couple of weeks, so there will be space in your life for this. And it isn't every week, right? Religiously. Anyway, you just need to pick a team the game week. Then it'll stop in November and won't come back to February, I believe. So it's a bit of fun. You can compete against us. Tom, have you got a team in it? Did I see that now? Yeah, I've submitted my team. Yeah, I've seen it. Yep. So <laughs> there we go. You can beat the freeze at this and see it. It's just a bit of fun. It'll get us through the 
the lonely midweek fixtures that are not there. Right, to the Regan Charles Cook Cup, but there's eight teams left, so we possibly can't make a mess of this draw. Right? <laughs> so I'm not telling you who's left because I'm not I've numbered them. Just you pick a number and I'll tell you who it is. So one eight, Donnie, you can go you can draw the home teams. Okay. So you can right, good teams. good luck. Um those that are left. Uh, first out number three. Is John Easton. Uh, number six. Is Donnie. Good luck, John. Uh, next up is number four. Lee Lee Cami. Uh, number eight. Is Fit by Boy John. Uh, number seven. Melvinho, 96-8. Number two. Blades Attack. Okay, number five. Hoofball Pod Shoot versus. <laughs> Just leaves me number one. Yeah, top. There you go. That's your quarterfinal draw. So that's John Easton versus Tony, Lee Lee Cammy versus Fitpapod John, Melvino in the 68 versus Blaze Attack, and Hoofball Q versus Tom. They will start the next game week and obviously two legs as going forward. So that's us finished with the Scottish part of the game. We will come back with another podcast covering you with FPL chat. So you watch for that one drop in the next couple of days or so. So before we go, get your pogs in, guys. Tony? I am at FFS underscore Donny. Tom? And I'm FFS underscore Scott. Okay, I'm at Fantasy Half. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week or so, next couple of days, we'll release the upward. Bye-bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.